Well, on McBlog, we're always on the lookout for guest contributors. If you'd like to make some commentary from a conservative viewpoint on a current issue, then send your contribution through. And uh, today we have Liao, who's going to share her testimony about how conversion therapy, which was recently banned in New Zealand, how conversion therapy actually brought her the healing she needed. So as you know, the Parliament in New Zealand recently voted through a ban on conversion therapy. And incredibly, there is no acknowledgement that for some people, their sexuality and their gender dysphoria does need healing. And that people personally and willingly desire and choose this. Our guest contributor today, Liao, is one of those people. And virtually all the politicians also rejected or failed to acknowledge any evidence of people who have experienced positive change from counselling in these areas such as Liao. In fact, the Ministry of Justice officials said in their report that people like Liao are, quote, not likely to be fully informed, end quote. How arrogant. Have a listen to what Liao has to say. Late last year, a bill was set before Parliament banning gay conversion therapy. What does that actually mean? To my understanding, if someone decides that being gay is what they want to be, then they will get all the support, the counselling and encouragement they need to adopt this lifestyle. If, however, they decide that actually this lifestyle isn't for me, how do they get out of it? Can they go to therapy? Can they go to a trusted counsellor or a pastor to discuss this? According to news reports, it is a dangerous and discredited practice that seeks to change or suppress a person's sexual orientation, gender identity or gender expression. The text of the bill says that it aims to recognise and prevent harm caused by conversion practices and to promote a respectful and open discussion around gender and sexuality. Using such strong words like dangerous and harm to conversion therapy really does give strength to the argument. But what if somebody wants to change their mind? Do they still have human rights? This new law makes it a civil offence to perform conversion therapy on anyone who is younger than 18 years old, punishable by up to three years in prison. Which is where my story comes in. I was molested when I was young. My thoughts of myself and how I hated being female were very strong because being vulnerable was just not how you were going to survive in life. I was confused because being female was no longer safe and so my thoughts became confused of my identity and who I was and what direction I needed to go in order to feel safe. In saying that, had I not gotten the therapy I so desperately needed by trusted family and, and church counsellors, I would have gone down a very different path. Especially being vulnerable and unable to decide for myself at such a young age, I needed guidance and direction. I am now a very content wife and a mother of three incredible young men. So turning to someone in a time of confusion is now a civil offence according to the law. So my question is, if you decide to change your mind and want counselling for it, who will lawfully be able to support you through the process?
Yeah, very good question, Liao. And during the debate, we published a study, Free to Change, which had collected the real-life stories of 78 ex-LGBT people who were able to live comfortably with their birth gender or had changed from the gay lifestyle. And this is what the research found, that these people say they are very happy they made that change, were very grateful they'd had therapy and counselling. Some had secular counselling, some had religious counselling, but all were glad that this therapy helped them make changes. All were content with the changes that had occurred, with many in stable heterosexual relationships and others having detransitioned back to their gender at birth. And these stories show that these therapies resulted in marked improvements in their mental health and marked reductions in suicide risk. Now, the contrary report from the supporters of a ban on conversion therapy was from La Trobe University. It's an Australian university, very liberal, and it was a report preventing harm, promoting justice, which is referred to by advocates, and it relies on the testimony of just 15 individuals. Yep, 15 versus 78. Look, people can and do want to change, but the media won't tell you these stories. Under the new law, people could be prevented from getting help to live the lifestyle they choose if that lifestyle is heterosexual or based on their biological sex. And children can't be encouraged to embrace their biological sex. So while gender and sexuality is supposedly fluid, activists want the law to stipulate that it can only go in the direction they approve. You know, for the sake of people like Liao, we need to continue to speak out. Check out the websites on this issue freetolive.nz and thanks to Liao for sharing her story.